this week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by the Delta variant. <laughs> Just when I was comfortable enough to go to brunch with you bitches, COVID told us to go back home and um, put a mask on no matter what the fuck your vaccination status is. And um, I'm going to listen to her. Mm-hmm. COVID told us to, um, you know, she coming back and she's stepping up and it's act two. And, you know, you know, when you get to the act two of the horror movie, that's when they just kill all the motherfuckers in the movie until the last bitch there. It's act two at this point. And I'm just going to I'm going to go back home. I'm going to go back home. So the Delta variant told me to go back home. And now y'all got a new episode because I'm back home. <laughs> Chill. We actually so, on the fourth wave in um, COVID reality. We're we are drowning. Wave. We can't even count the waves. <laughs> How many waves does COVID love us? Let me, don't. Braxton. <laughs> Let me count the waves. Okay. Just don't know how many... <laughs> How many ways? It's not funny, but it's funny. You got to laugh at the shit because it's, it's, it's horrific at this point. So you got to laugh from to keep from crying. So that's a dark ass way to start this episode. But here we are. Hey, y'all. <laughs> I, I am the Superman. T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. A.K.A. the Sassy Sagittarius. BKA Jonathan Majors side chick. My name is Ronald Matters, BKA the classy gay fan who only suck dick in hotels because I don't suck dick in parking lots. <laughs> 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 and you can find me on the internet at Ronald Matters. You see why this is exhausting. <laughs> you see why you see why we've been on breaks because I'm exhausted already. I'm like, this is the news. <laughs> <clears throat> and this be the only news. And this is why we back. Um, Pleasure P came out with a statement. And he got uh, child molestation allegations running around. Lil Boosie came out and he admitted that he hired some props. So I'm like, oh, everybody want to be Jesus, but ain't nobody the, the right messenger. <laughs> wrong message and wrong messenger. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, I ain't got no word this week. Um, the only affirmation I will give you guys is to um, keep pushing and uh, keep pushing buttons on your computers and laptops for work purposes as long as they will let you work from home. Do not let these people convince you that, oh, you can come on back into the office if the, if the last year has not taught us anything. It has taught us that working from home is very viable for a lot of professions, and they have been lying to us for a long time. Oh, you know, this job has always got to be in the office. No, you see how uh, a lot of people have been doing these jobs from home in a T-shirt and panties. So as long as you can, push them buttons from behind the screen. And don't let them bully you back into any offices. And that'll be my affirmation for the week. <laughs> yeah, you saw the headline where they said where people are still um, getting their work done and they're having sex and taking naps. I was like, and look how more efficient they are. <laughs> they did all their work done and still having time for sex and naps. <laughs> I don't miss a nap, so <laughs> let me just. <laughs> mm. What's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker this week is. What mute? No, whose music do you like that no one else seems to care about? So, like, if you can think about like some music that you just really, really stand for, you really, really like you or a person, and you're like, I bought all their albums or I stream and listen to them all the time, but nobody else seems to give a fuck, and I'm the only fan. <laughs> Slash <laughs> hashtag only fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that might be the episode title. Only fan. <laughs> I've been 
feeling seven streeter. I feel like she slept on a lot. Tanache. You might be her only fan. <laughs> To the, you know, like some of the R&B girls, like the up-and-coming R&B girls, I don't know if it's that they're not working with each other like the rap girls are doing, the up-and-coming rap girls are doing. Like Tinashe with the Normani with the 7th Streeter. Like they should, yeah. be, uh, they should, they should be on be. BET Encore. All the time. So I, like, I think it's a lot. It's a few names, but it's definitely some of the up-and-coming R&B girls. It just seems like... Everybody's got their legend or their icon, and they're sticking with their legend or icon. Mm. I mean, legend and icon is. Oh, you mean like not not Brandy? Is she a legend or is she an icon? <laughs> icon or I cannot. <laughs> in the words of Dion Warwick. <laughs> Shout out to Got to Be Real. <laughs> Going too soon. But what's your um, answer? Mine is Nick Lachey. Um, from his time with, um, huh? You rich in the crates. Yeah. They still had crates when Nick Lachey was an artist. See? See? See what I mean? <laughs> Hashtag OnlyFan. I'm the only fan at this point because everybody else gone. Uh, from his time with 98 Degrees to his solo projects, I love Nick Lachey. Um, especially his um, What's Left of Me album. Um, I really, really, really got with it. It was like R&B slash pop from a white boy, but I was like, damn, I really feel, I really feel, I felt like all the songs from the start to the finish. Um, and I feel like y'all been sleeping on them. So if you have not heard um, any of Nick Lachey's work and you don't know who I'm talking about, free yourself. Go get you some Nick Lachey music. Um, hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and bust it wide open with um, these topics because there's one reason why we're here, and uh, I might as well go ahead and get to it. Uh, Ed Buck has been <sighs> finally, 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 finally seeing the, the light of, of justice, some justice anyway. He has been convicted on all accounts against... Um, Jamel Moore um, and um, Dean, Timothy uh, Dean. Timothy Dean. Damn, I fucked up the name already. Shit. Um, and the trial is going into, you know, one of those periods where they're trying to still find more evidence. They haven't figured out what exactly they're going to fully charge him with and all of that mess. Um, and so that's really why we are here today, because, um, a lot of you niggas and you know who you are, <laughs> uh, made sure to tell us about the news. Baby, I will say, cause you're not excited enough for me in, in your commentary. So cause I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You, you, you got an edge. Girl. You don't have, you don't, don't bust up front. You don't <laughs> bust the semen up front. You got an edge. I'm not well, one of those type of girls. I'll, well, I'll just confess I'm not an edger. So shout out to you. And that's where that's why you are where you are. And that's why I'm where I am. In the woods. <laughs> yep. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Anyway. Um, Ed, Ed Buck has been convicted guilty on all counts related to the two overdose deaths um, in his... Uh, dungeon of an apartment and we are here to celebrate because ding dong the bitch is going to die she's going to fucking die in jail and we have been talking about this case ad nauseum for two years and unfortunately it just felt like it was us and only us that were talking about it and nobody else but uh jace um um, Barone and um, a couple others were covering the story and it just felt like nobody cared. They were just like, fuck it. That white that white man is just killing them niggas over there and you know, they cared more about what the fuck Future was doing and who Nick Cannon was getting pregnant. I'm like, that shit is not fucking important. Let's talk about this fucking serial murder of gay black men. 
How about let's talk about that? And so for the better part of two years on this podcast, we have been highlighting and talking about it every fucking episode. And so I appreciate y'all for sticking with us and following the story with us and not letting the story die because it is a travesty that more people are not talking about it. That is not covered on fucking MSNBC, CNN or Fox News. Nobody. This should be front page news because if he was killing white girls. Stop. They would have stopped the fucking presses yesterday. So they were saying that um, they were um, people in the court were saying that the defense was really, really harsh on the way that they were trying to victim shame and victim blame about what happened to them. And shout out to Ed Jasmine on Twitter, because, you know, she definitely kept us abreast of the situation. And um, her name is Jasmine Canick, and she got her flowers yesterday after the verdict. Yeah, so she she's was dragged. in the courtroom. She's been um, protesting outside his uh, apartment the whole time. Yeah. She's been day one fighter so shout out to her yeah. so jasmine uh red gave her peace and she said now let's go because i'm ready to eat <laughs> and i was like i know jasmine had somebody cook because she's a black girl and she got a victory today and she wanted to celebrate over some american cheese <laughs> um but jasmine did say during her spiel that um la councilman Paul Koretz had called the victims disadvantaged black hustlers. And then yeah. I was like, but aren't you disadvantaged because Ed Buck was a major donor to your campaign? So weren't you disadvantaged when you needed somebody to win Ed Buck there for you? And weren't you elected to help um, the people of LA g get a better chance at life? So what did you do with all that money Ed Buck gave you? And how did you turn around and help the people in the streets? No, yeah, I just, you criminalized I them and called them. It, it, Black hustlers. Huh. Yeah, I just think it's 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 nasty. You it, it, you don't win. You, what's the Denny Leaks um, line? You can't win when you play dirty. Mm -hmm. When these people aren't here to even defend themselves, they're dead because of him. And this is a murder trial. And then you find some way to come back around to blame them or. Um, shame them or name them in some fucking disparaging ass way. Girl, it's who is going to defend you in heaven when God going to ask you these questions about the shit that you did down here? Who is going to fucking defend you? Um, the other piece that I thought was interesting about the case, because again, like I said, the case is still ongoing and even though he's more than likely going to die in jail, thank you. Um, the other thing that came out was there was over 2,000, um, 2,400, 2,400, over 2,000, um, sex tapes that were found and, um, reviewed. And, uh, it is obvious that the two people that he has been convicted for weren't his only victims. Like we've been saying the whole time, he has been a predator and obviously a predator on a massive, massive scale to have 2,400 tapes of different men, not the same ones, different men that he was having sexual encounters with, putting drugs in. And um, giving them more drugs against their wishes. Against the, and, and they saying, hey, I don't want to be recorded, and then him recording anyway. He is the predator of predators. And so while I'm about to drag some more predators here in five seconds, this is the predator. This is the, the okay, this is the epitome of predators at this point, as far as I know. Because maybe the mother, mother maybe some of these other motherfuckers is, is just as predatory and I just don't know it yet. But what we're seeing is more and more evidence of the fact that. This is not no isolated incident. He did not. He was not trying to help the HIV community. He wasn't trying to just help a, a sex worker here and there. He was preying on the community, killing black gay men on purpose. And I don't know how this is lost on people and how it's not covered and how people are not talking about it. I, I is, is lost on me, but so I'm glad that it came out. 
Jackie Lacey, L.A. prosecutor, had ruled Jamil Moore's um, death an accident and did not charge Ed Book with um, Jamil Moore's death. And we dragged her, of course, at the time because, girl, a man is dead. And how was the accident when he strapped to the bed in his house and Ed Book called 911? And it's meth on the nightstand. Like, how did, how, you know, it's kind of make you want to do a little vulgar. How? <laughs> and then so Timothy Dean ends up dead and they're still like, well, we don't have enough evidence still. And so I'm like, Jackie Lacey, you are a prosecutor. Help these people. You're a black woman. Help these black men. But then Ed Book uh, had another third person over there. They overdosed, ended up running out. Remember, he ended up running out the house naked to a gas station, ended up overdosing, falling out down to the gas station. And now Jackie Lacey's like, And oh, the neighbors complaining as well. Like, hey, girl, I see a whole bunch of niggas coming in and out. Uh, yeah. Apartment 6B. Look into this. Because we know y'all been down here bombarding our fucking gate twice. So we know y'all looking and investigating. And we tell y'all eyewitness account. But Jackie Lace is like, no, I don't know. But then when the uh, Blue Lives Matter girls came and uh, went through her house, she was like, oh, my gosh, my husband and I had to protect ourselves with our gun. Jackie, we looking at you funny, girl. We looking at you funny because you ain't helping us out here in the streets, but you want everybody to be all sympathetic and empathetic for you. Call us back when when your levels is right because your levels is wrong. So she then the federal, call, uh, she don't have my number. She can't call me at all. The at, federal prosecutors have to step in and be like, "Well, he uh is um encouraging prostitution across state lines. He is dealing with amphetamine to these people, according to all these sex tapes we found." So the federal prosecutors have to come in and do something because the state wouldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and it's frustrating because. It's got to go so far before the feds can step in. So far and so long, because how much did he have to fucking do before we got here? <laughs> like, how how many more people did he have to fucking kill before they was like, mm, damn, caught him? It, it just speaks to the value of the lives of gay black men. They were just like, mm, okay, well, shit. I guess we'll get around to it. So, Ed Buck faces 20 years each for the drug charges that led to both of their deaths. So, that's 40 mm-hmm. years. And then, plus all the other shit that they still figuring out, like, bitch, y'all got, y'all got a little taste more evidence? Girl, we can add an extra 30 days. <laughs> I'm just hoping COVID-20 get him. <laughs> okay, the Delta variant. I, I, I want COVID-20 to just go ahead and get him. Because I don't want... Um, Taxpayer dollars to feed that nigga for 40 more years. Fuck him. Nope. Hashtag execute Ed Book. There's no reason. I mean, the case is closed at this point. When you are looking at this and you're like, okay, well, we convicted him for them two murders. Anytime it would be a nigga. I'm going to say that harshly. Anytime it would be a nigga convicted of one, one fucking murder, death row. It wouldn't be, we wouldn't be asking no questions. They would be like, put that nigga on death row. He did it or not, rape kid or not, only one eyewitness, and the eyewitness was the person, was the person's cousin or something. They don't care. Death row. They would have put a nigga on death row. They got full evidence of this nigga committing 2,000 crimes. And we got questions of whether he should still live here or not? No. Execute her. Get her the fuck out of here. Next case. Um, <sighs> the baby. <laughs> so we're going to the church. Yeah, speaking of the baby. <laughs> the <church>. Childish. Childish. <laughs> Absolutely fucking childish. The nigga named himself the baby. So you had choices when you came out and you you made your stage name. I, I made mine. Well, mine was semi-chosen for me, but that's another story for another day. But when you had names to pick from, as far as stage names, you thought, you know what's going to be cute? The baby. I'm going to be something that's a child because I'm I'm young and I'm childish. And it has it fits. It absolutely fucking fits. Um, I knew there was something about him I didn't like when I 
heard him for the first time on a Megan the Stallion song. That was the first time I ever heard of him. I think everybody, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I knew what somebody didn't like about him. Discernment. Um, and he has continuously over the years since proven why there was something I didn't like about him. Fucking childish. Um, his recent comments at the Rolling Loud, Rolling Loud. I don't want. I was gonna say Rolling Loud, Rolling Out. That's a magazine. <laughs> rolling Loud concert um, further affirmed for me who the baby is. So he made some comments about put your phones up in the air. I, I know y'all done heard it already, so I ain't got a quote for quote on the shit. I'm just giving you what the fuck I think about it. Put your phones up in the air if you ain't living with HIV AIDS. Dumb bitches did it. Some b- bitches in the crowd did it. I'm sorry. Okay. Put your phones up in the air if you don't suck dick in the parking lot. <laughs> still put their phones up in there. <laughs> I'm looking right. None of y'all thought this was strange. He said, y'all put your phone like, in there if yeah. you got some STD that's going to kill you in two weeks. He was saying that in reference three. to HIV. I'm, try- I'm trying to get through it. <laughs> Hold on to your love. Put your phones in the air if your water, if, if your pussy smell like water. Fucking pussy smell like water. <laughs> I'd have been around pussy, and I know he's been around a lot of pussy. And pussy does not smell like water on no day. It can smell good. It can smell bad. It don't smell like water. <sighs> so he said this dumb shit. Um, was it homophobic? Yes. Was it misogynistic? Yes. Was it childish? Absolutely fucking lutely. Like this is a person of no character, of no intelligence, of no rap capability. When you hear this nigga rap, the beat is whooping his ass. Who the fuck raps and the beat is whooping your ass? Like he can't rap to the beat or or rap and then rhyme to the beat. So that that has always told me who the fuck baby the baby was. But the things that he said all wrong. All loud. He was very loud because this was on a concert stage. (laughs) Uh, And when y'all, when people say that they don't understand cancel culture, this is why I don't understand y'all. Because I'm like, hey, the baby still got his fans. There are still going to be some mindless, dumb bitches out there that want to buy whatever the fuck he's selling. So he is never going to be canceled in, in their dumbass books. There are people that are even defending the comments that he said. So he's never going to be canceled in them fucking books. In my book, I don't need to hear the baby say another motherfucking thing, let alone a verse on shit. He could be rapping on Aaliyah's next fucking posthumous album, and I'm skipping it. They don't want to put her music out no way. So I, th- I don't think okay, so that's, that's, that's why I'm trying to tell you the, the where I am on cancellation. Because I'm like, no, I'm not giving that nigga a dollar, a, a piece of attention outside of dragging that bitch. She is worthless. And she probably DL. Because why in the fuck are you thinking about niggas sucking dick in the parking lot? How in the fuck do you know about niggas sucking dick in the parking lot if you're a heterosexual male? How do you know about that? I know about it because um, um, my husband told me. I'm like like Marjorie Taylor Greene said, HIPAA. Uh, you done put your husband out here. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> So somebody was saying on Twitter that like we're we're not uh, effectively counseling him. We're helping him find his core fan base. Because <laughs> like you said, there's still going to be people that listen and support, and they're just going to be his more accurate fan base, and they won't be the people like, oh, 
he's an up and coming artist. Let me take a listen. No, his core fan base who know that they already like him, they know what he's talking about and they want to hear his voice. So we're just effectively helping him find his core fan base. That's all we're doing. And Dua Lipa was like, I am uh, devastated about this. This is not the person I worked with. And then this morning she released the version of the song that they had together without him on it. Because when I got in my Uber to go to work, I was like, I know they are not playing fucking levitating with the baby in the news. But it ended up being the solo version that was premiering this morning while I was in the Uber going to work. I was like, bitch, she moved fast. She moved fucking fast. And she got it on the radio. So I mean, this is this one thing to get it on streaming services. That's one thing to get it chopped on streaming services. She was like, "No, no, no, get this over to the fucking Damascus." Yeah, get this at the Capitol. Get this over there to the NYC. Send this down to the LA. Put it on the MIA stations. Mm. So after his shenanigans, he went and took to the Instagrams and tried to defend himself. Further dug himself in a fucking ditch by saying more dumb shit. I ain't gonna go over that dumb shit. <clears throat> That's but, why I was asking you for some money earlier because I told you I suck dick in the hotels. I don't suck dick in the parking lots. <laughs> First off, you I'm not even gonna put your business out there because you I, I don't know why you hip girl, hip uh, <laughs> hip a or whatever it's called, hip a. <laughs> I'm not currently licensed, so I don't have to abide by hip. I can say what the fuck I want to say. <laughs> Um, after he said uh, the dumb shit that he said trying to defend himself um, other niggas trying to defend him as well included T.I. So T.I. was like well if y'all gonna let Lil Nas X um, kick his shit over there then the baby should be able to say whatever he wanna say hashtag equality <laughs> they love using our handshakes, but they don't know what they mean. They don't know where. Like it came remember when from somebody tweeted "Love Wins," they like they don't even know what "Love Wins" mean. What goes behind the hashtag "Love Wins"? Maybe they do, and maybe it's just fucking evil. It's like maybe they do know what where hashtag equality comes from, and they just like let me spit in them niggas' faces and put hashtag equality on this because. I refuse to believe. I think he's. I think T.I. is a smart man, but he's an ignorant bitch. I don't know how to better quantify that. I think he's smart, like he got like street smarts, but he's an ignorant bitch because of the way that he thinks the world works and the world works around him and the world works around just black heterosexual men. So he's an ignorant bitch about that. Um, All he did was prove our point when he injected Lil Nas X in this because um, the baby was trying to say, I wasn't talking about the gays. I wasn't talking about the gays. He said his gay fans. Right. And Lil Nas X is a black gay man. And so for T.I. to come out to defend the baby's comments using a black gay man, that means, bitch, you knew what he was saying. You knew exactly what he was saying and who he was talking about. And that's why you're using this as a defense for him. Lil Nas X ain't doing nothing to nobody. He is over there making his fucking money, making his fucking art. He didn't say nothing offensive to nobody. If you are offended, you have a problem. He didn't do nothing to offend you. He had nothing to do with this. He ain't got no beef with nobody. Um, and then Lil Boosie came out <sighs> with his um, no IG having ass. I was like, whose username is this? Because you know Lil Boosie has <laughs> been banned twice from Instagram. So I'm like, whose username is this? And he goes, see, this that shit I be talking about because uh, if Lil Nas X gets to do his gay shit and he gets to show up everywhere naked, man, let me be somewhere where it's supposed to be some kids around and Lil Nas X show up naked and trying to kiss a man. I'm going to beat his ass. 
man, I ain't with that shit, man. I'm from the streets, man. We don't deal with that. I'll kick his motherfucking ass. And so I got to thinking about what specific incident we continue to reference, Lord Jesus. Iconic at this rate. The same stage where Megan the Stage was performing that shit. And the mm-hmm. city girls told y'all, it's time for the twerculator. <laughs> Lil Nas X kissed the man at the end. They did some five, six, seven, eight, and scoot and twirl and turn and dip. And at the end, he kissed the man in the mouth. He, he just did regular boom cats with his clothes on. But Megan the Stage is out here in a panty and a bra. And she gets to perform everywhere. We, oh, her gender expression, her, she's strong in her body. She's confident. Nobody better not say nothing to her. And see, well, they city girls, you know, they supposed to make music like this. But well, y'all I'm are not right. making no excuses for the city girls because <laughs> fuck them. But okay. If 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 Lil Nas X gonna get to kick his shit, he should get to kick his shit because he's on stages. With people where all they do is love on themselves and celebrate themselves. They're not bringing down anyone else. The baby's intentions were different. Hateful, bigoted, ignorant. So the down low girl, it needs to go on. And T.I. got too much other shit on his goddamn fucking plate. Ain't you up for rape charges in fucking in two, three states and shit? Like rape and sex charges. Shut up. Be quiet. You better hope for equality in in sentencing. God damn. That's the like, equality. You I would be like, for. you know what? You know, uh, you better lay low. Like, nigga, <laughs> don't you know rap? <laughs> Aren't you a rapper? You don't know. You better lay low. You this Are is you the time for you to fucking lay low, nigga. Shut up. You got too much fucking heat on your name right now. For you to be out here trying to cape for a nigga that don't give a fuck about you, one, you just actually what he's caping for, and I know the answer to this. All he's caping for is black gay, black uh, heterosexual men should be able to say who, whatever the fuck they want to, however hateful, and um, uphold the patriarchy. That's what he was caping for. It had nothing to do with the baby. He probably don't even know uh, the baby song. Like me, um, <laughs> so, I don't. And also, I was like, I was trying to figure out. I, does, I was saying, I was like, shit, I can't cancel the nigga because I never subscribed. They were tweeting today. They was like, uh, since we're canceling the baby, I'm what I don't, I don't remember what the three it was. They was like, um, since I'm already not following the baby, I blocked Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Because like okay, since we, strays. Everybody, everybody can get it. Strays. You, you like, catch it stray. uh, Since I'm already not following the baby, I block Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> strays. Anybody can get it. I'm trying to figure out who else. Um, who was the DJ? What was the DJ's name that said the these niggas out here suspect and shit? Who is that? So I can go block him. Come no name. name. No name. DJ. Okay. No name. That is so a real I, DJ, but don't block DJ. No name because he did nothing. But uh. <laughs> Somebody let me know so that I can go um, shoot up his block. Cause I'm, I'm already not following the baby. I'm already not following the baby, and I don't I like Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump is already blocked. On uh, okay, Donald Trump is blocked from the internet. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? He actually—that's why he's suing Big Tech. Cause yeah, he, he blocked from the internet right now. <laughs> you well, get on my nerves is he had so much to say. He started his own DonaldTrump.com and only ran it for a month. Sweet, if you got so much to say, then say it. The girls will come. But they didn't. He's not a writer. That's why he's a he's a speaker. He thinks he's an orator, and that's. <laughs> but they had it set up in tweet, in tweet format. Like they had it set up to where you could share his blog. It looked like a tweet on the website, and you could share it to your platforms. He didn't have the followers there, and so you know, when you are a narcissist, if you're speaking into a vacuum, you stop speaking. Because you're like, oh, well, shit, I guess I'm just speaking to myself. But when you're a narcissist and you get like thousands, hundreds of thousands of people listening to you and liking and hating and And your latest tweet being interpreted on the news. Yeah. And then he fucking he jizzes in his pants when he sees that kind of shit. And so when he didn't get that, he was like, girl, fuck it. I'll just fucking yell at Melania. (laughs) Next case. Um. Mm. R. Kelly did that shit. 
Wait, we still negotiating it? <laughs> oh, I'm on some new shit. Sorry. Okay, break it so, down. So, more charges and allegations um, have come out against the Predator Pie Piper uh, involving him having sexual relations with underage boys now. So, here's how I know it's true. If you watch Surviving R. Kelly, um, the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, um, you remember there was um, one of his female sex slaves that he was trying to turn into a stud. Uh, her name was Dominique. And I was trying to figure out for the life of me, I'm like, okay, well, R. Kelly, R. R. Kelly is a predator. And, you know, he like women, 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 young women at that. So why is he trying to turn this one girl into a boy? That's weird. And so now I'm like, hmm. The light went off for me. I was like, oh, okay. That makes a whole bunch of sense. He did that shit. So he got charged. Um, it, well, he's facing more charges uh, for Allegedly. Uh, sexual assault. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to let you say allegedly on that one. Um, the, the, I'm going to let the record reflect that Ronald said allegedly. Um, he faced, he facing these charges for um, sexual assault uh, against 16 and 17-year-old boys. Um, one, he apparently directly had sexual contact with, and the other one, he videotaped the both of them having sexual contact with each other. Um, and this is now coming to light um, and compounding his charges. And so um, an- another one, like, I don't have no problem not listening to R. Kelly music. Do I think that R. Kelly was a musical genius, did great musical things? Absolutely. fucking lutely is... A shame that I'll never be able to listen to a fucking R. Kelly record the same. It is a shame, but I got some more music I can listen to. I ain't got to listen to that shit. I just don't because he's a fucking predator. He's a fucking predator. And I can, people with this fucking, well, you got to separate the artist from the crime. No, you know what? When the artist was fucking making the art, He was probably also doing the crimes at the same damn time. And, you know, it's really nice and rich for some people to just be able to, say, separate the artist from the crime when the crime does not directly impact you, does not impact your community, uh, impact people that look like you or anything like that. Um, I know what it's like to be molested by a grown man. So... No, I'm not interested in listening to to no fucking predator who has molested boys and women. I'm not interested. He don't have nothing else I can hear. So he did that shit. It's amazing to me that even all these years and two documentaries later, victims are still, they're still victims who can come out and talk about it. Um, Nivea was interviewed on Candy's um, web series on that note. And fans were speculating that Nivea was um, one of R. Kelly's victims. And Nivea was telling the story about how the old man had shared her with his friend and the friend had sex with her on top of a car. And so the people have been like, putting Divya and R. Kelly together with speculation. And I was like... At the time, like, putting the timelines together, like, when... Laundromat. Yep. (laughs) And all this stuff was going on. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He did that shit, too. I believe he did that shit, too. And she just trying to be quiet and... I mean, she got an NDA. Maybe she got a settlement. I don't know. She she said he said... Whoever this producer was set her up really good in the music industry, set her Mm -hmm. up really well. But he was just also, like... Uh, crazy for like moving a 16 year old girl to Atlanta and putting her up in an apartment and all all the stuff that mm, Aaliyah mm. so mm. 
No comment. He did that shit. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. And um, I just I I. <laughs> She can get the fuck out of here for me. Um, well, he, you know, you're talking about R. Kelly. I, I'm calling her she. <clears throat> um, I mean, it's not like he, it's not like he created something that I just, I'm going to be like, damn, I, ain't, I can't live without that song. Damn. I'll never be able to step in the name of love again. Girl, fuck step in the name of love. Fuck, I believe I can fly. Uh, that was our graduation song in sixth grade. Uh, uh, the first space uh, whatever the one that Lisa Ray was dancing in in um the Players Club. Even she said, "Damn, I used to dance to his music on um, Cocktails like with Queens the other day." She was like, "Damn, I used to dance to that song." Mm. Ooh, the melody can't just popped up no in my head. Oh, I can't say it out loud. <laughs> Seems like I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not ready no more. Uh, Is that our last news story, or we got some more? Come on, hit me with the T. No, that was our our last one. He did that shit, and I'm over it. I'm absolutely not here for it. Um, this week in sexual health, um, I want to tell y'all that, um, put your mask on if you um need to make a hole in your mouth to do things that you need to do, um, with your mouth, do that. But put your mask Wait. on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got the one the, where you could like put your straw in your uh, mask, and so you could see the happy well, hours. Well, if you got, if I mean, if it's small enough for a straw, I don't want it. But then the, at the uh, adult sex shop, they also have the the mask with the zipper. Zipper, yeah. Right. Oh, yes. Get you a go go get you a zipper mask, cause girl, it's not dick or ass is not worth this shit that's floating around out here. And I don't oh, even I mean that she fucking D or SDI. Oh. Huh? I meant to watch that Glory Hall video earlier. I'm going to watch it after this. Wow. I like watching my sisters perform. I don't know if they make me gay, but I like watching bottom suck dick. I'm like, that's the right bitch. You better slob on that knob. You better get the balls too, bitch. I be feeling inspired. Like, it's just like watching a TED talk for me. <laughs> Who raised you? <laughs> Memphis, born and raised <laughs> South Memphis. <laughs> Do you have a song for your soul this week? Um, the song for my soul. I'm actually gonna play a snippet of it. Uh oh, don't get, get Okay, so listen, shit, we can't get canceled, and <laughs> the girls already ain't listening weekly. Um, now. in my mind, it's the song of the summer. It's by Wizkid from his album Made in Lagos, over down there to the Africa, and it's a song called Essence. Featuring Tim's and it go a little sun like this. Nope. It's I like can't. a real. So in the song, she's telling him, she he's like, girl, I'm gonna come over and where you at the ball. And she's like, no, 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 no. I can feel it coming on tonight. I'm gonna need you over here. And I don't want to have to call somebody else to come uh you know, like with the sheets, you gonna have to come do it, sir. <laughs> and she's also telling him that he don't need nobody else. And so the song is about <sighs> juices flowing and spreading the love. But it's said to like an Afrobeat. <laughs> it's so is it like soca music? It's like a slow, a slow something like that, something like that. But it gets me where I need to go, which is why. So I, it is a new song. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dope. Shout out to Whiskey. Um, the song for myself this week, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, Nick Lachey, I'm gonna beat y'all over the head with that. Lordy Jesus. So, mm-hmm. Um, it goes an empty room can be so deafening. The silence makes you want to scream. It drives you crazy. I chase away the shadows of your name and burn the picture in the frame. But I couldn't save me. And how could we 
quit something we never really tried. Well, you still can't tell me why. We built it up to watch it fall like we meant nothing at all. I gave it all. I gave it the best of me, but couldn't give you what you need. You walked away. You stole my life just to find what you were looking for. But no matter what, I can't hate you anymore. So I Can't Hate You Anymore by Nick Lachey. It's an amazing, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. Um, it is about a breakup, but it can be about a breakup of a whole bunch of different things. It doesn't necessarily mean the dissolution of a romantic relationship. It can be a breakup of friendship, of jobs, of girl, I'm leaving 2020 behind me. Of addiction, of uh, being broke, of a whole bunch of things. You can tie it to a whole bunch of things, and it can mean the same thing. It does not have to be technically a romantic breakup song, but it is can a song. Can it be about sucking dick in the parking lot? Um, I can't hate you anymore. I can't hate you anymore, so <laughs> I'm just going to have to suck your dick. Yeah, I mean, you can make it, you can make it that if you would like. I'm joking. You can just... I mean, you can go back to that nigga and just be like, I can't hate you anymore. Um, I just would like to suck your penis. You can make it that if you if you want to. <laughs> Get there, if you would like anyway. to. The song came out in 2006. And so, I mean, it still slaps to me. Um, and hopefully it, it will slap to some of y'all. Maybe not necessarily a dick slap. But... Um, I was deep into Laffy Taffy, Showstopper, um... Usher Confessions was wearing me thinking uh, Nick Lachey was not on my radar. <laughs> I know, and that's why I'm helping y'all. That's why I'm helping you. Because when you go, if you if you listen, just listen to the song, you'll be like, damn, he was right. That's cute. That's all. Listen to questions. If and when y'all get them, child. Send them send your questions to our inbox hereforitpod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. My here for it this week. Um all this talk about Lil Nas X recent video, I think y'all missed down at the bottom uh his video for Industry Baby, which is set in a prison and it's the girls in the pink and the bottoms are doing their thing and he's attempting to do his verse lives matter choreo in the middle in the front. Cool. <laughs> Don't look at Y'all me can't like see that. that I just side eyed him. First, last matter. Cool. So, at the bottom of Lil Nas X video, he's actually raising money for the Bell Project. Okay. So, um, 70% was some, I forgot to write down. Who, it was AJ Plus on Twitter. They're a, a popular um, people who like the compilation videos of news around the world and blah, blah, blah. So, um, AJ Plus said that 70% of people and U.S. jails are in pretrial, and often the people who cannot afford bail are black and brown people. So um, Lil Nas X has currently raised $48,000. So go to the Industry Baby video, click the little donate button under it, and donate $5, $10 to it. Support um, Lil Nas X as much as y'all support um, dragging other people in the name of Lil Nas X. T.I., Donate some money to him being a good cause because the band project might can help some of your cellmates. Or me, because shit, I might go go to jail behind some of the shit I didn't just said because shit. I just said some shit I might get in a fight about. And the last thing, Nancy Pelosi, uh Miss oh, no. Mamas, she um was down to the podium today talking about she's against paying for student loans because paraphrasing. What if your child doesn't want to go to college, but you're paying your taxes to forgive somebody else's debt? You may not be happy about that. Knock, knock, Nancy Pelosi. I'm already paying for the free lunch program at school. As a single payer in D.C., taxation without representation is ain't, ain't going to get no more real than what I am currently going through. Because I ain't got nothing. I'm currently paying for the the penicillins and the doxycyclines down to the Planned Parenthoods because y'all are sleeping with these nicks and getting these infections. 
And all this stuff is covered under uh, them the STDs and STIs that the baby was talking about. <sighs> all this home buyers assistance. I just looked at something today where Joe Biden wanted to give an additional $25,000 to first time home buyers. Hold on, wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. I'm not about to catch this straight because first off, I'm about to get some of that money. <laughs> so, uh, first off, the, uh, shut that down. Talking about the equity act, and I'm like, yep, I'm about to get some of that money. So <laughs> shut up. Thanks. I don't want to buy no house. How come I got to pay for sorry, people buying I'm, houses? I am so sorry for y'all. That's cute. I'm about to get a check. Shut up. The third round of PPP loans was announced today. I ain't got no PPP loan. Me either. I ain't get that. And you know who did get a PPP loan? Kanye West. And what's he currently doing? Living in the goddamn fake Mercedes-Benz Stadium down to the Atlanta every day while he finished his album. He took out a PPP loan for that. Forgive my student loan. Because the real one is in uh, New Orleans. So I can't I can't hit you no more, Nancy Pelosi. You need to pay my student loan. You and Joe. Knock on each other down. I'm not here for that. No, I'm just that. And I can't hate you anymore. And I can't hate you anymore. There you go. Bars. <laughs> Bars. I throw it. Throw it. Um. Also, will you get your check? Send me twenty dollars. First off, you just you trying to uh, you trying to get me denied and shit. Shut up, <laughs> damn! If you be quiet, I can get the goddamn check. You might get twenty dollars, but you fucking blowing up the spot. Damn, <laughs> shut up. <sighs> anyway, um, um, y'all know I'm not gonna be here for it this week. <laughs> you just uh, you did t- so much, Drake. You gotta have a good news story. Even the Sorry. news have a news story. I do have a good news story for my last call. Okay. Uh, but this week I am absolutely not here for YouTube. Um. <laughs> If any of you have uh, realized, neither one of us have made a YouTube video in, for me, a year. Uh, for me, like two or three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so years. So uh, let's just say it's been years since we cared about making YouTube videos. How about that? Because even if we made one a year ago, I, we didn't care. I don't one. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it's been years since we both made YouTube videos, but we both were YouTubers, um, both made money off of YouTube, both, um, garnered some recognition from YouTube. Let's just put that that way. Cause so what I'm going to say next, I'm like, where are you going? You love dragging things out before I, before I just come off as a hater. Mm hmm. Cause I'm not, cause I'm just saying, I made some some dollars over there. I got some recognition over there, so I'm not hating on the YouTube hustle. I'm just hating YouTube today under what the fuck they doing right now. So YouTube is um, demonetizing gay YouTubers, and this is why one of the biggest reasons why I walked away from YouTube because I was seeing my straight counterparts um, make more money, get less views. But I was getting demonetized because I was talking about gay sex or prep or um, anything that they Superman Junior. They would deem not kid friendly, and so since it wasn't kid friendly, my videos would start getting demonetized, and I was seeing my straight counterparts still talk about similar subjects, similar R-rated subjects, and. It's all to the good. They still getting their money. They still get more subscribers. They pop still, up in the similar videos, recommended they, videos. All of that still thriving. And I'm not hating on them. I'm hating on. Well, I'm not hating. I'm like Nicki Minaj said, it's I'm, giants. <laughs> it's giants that went against me. Mm. I had a Nicki verse for that, but I'm gonna, I'm mm-hmm. gonna let that go. So y'all don't think I'm a barb. <laughs> oh, surprise! <laughs> So not because, um, you know, I said any hate speech or anything um, that had extreme amounts of cuss words, but my shit would start getting demonetized and I'm seeing other gay YouTubers reporting 
that, hey, look, I have not made any money over the last year, even though I'm cur- currently making YouTube videos because my videos have been demonetized because of the subject matter that I talk about. Um, there is a Vox article um, that is detailing that 33% of queer content gets demonetized because of our language. And our language happens to just be talking about our experience because no one else is talking about fucking uh, anal prolapse. So if I'm talking about anal prolapse on my channel, guess who ain't talking about it? No fucking body else, but it's a sexual health topic. And my video will get demonetized because I'm talking about anal prolapse. I would say, and um, gay men have a high chance of getting anal rectal cancers. So we need to be talking about this in our communities. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I really, actually, I already have, I, ha- I have a, a note written to even talk about it as a, a, a topic. I wasn't sure if I was going to make it a video or make it a sexual health or whatever. But um, Wasn't it is that, that Tyrone and Janelle person, that told, I think because he had said that they hadn't had sex in a year because he got a colonoscopy and some things came back weird. Uh, I don't remember the details of the Tyrone and Janelle group because I just look at them as an overall glance. So I don't really know them like that. But I vaguely remember... Well, you're, not, you're not about to bait me into any shit, so I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> Especially talking about the colon and the anal rectal. <laughs> but... <laughs> shit. <laughs> he worked. But yeah, I remember seeing and so for like a popular couple like them to have to go through that experience. I'm sure that meant a lot to the people following them and their audience had never thought of nothing like that. But could they get on YouTube and detail their experience as a black gay couple or would YouTube demonetize them, you think? Mm, they would demon they they would demonetize <laughs> that video. And so for me it was because there's still other videos that I have that are monetized and you know I will I still see you know coins going <laughs> going coins going into the account because those videos are still monetized. Mm-hmm. Um, but videos like where I'm openly talking about gay sex demonetized. Well, the like, right loops. My moon, my moonlight video. My moonlight video is probably making me the most money right now mm. because I'm not talking about anything that's controversial. Um, but. Let me talk about gay sex, which I talk about all over the goddamn internet. Demonetized. So it does not help me want to go back to that medium where I can't openly, freely speak about things that are important to me, that are important to my community, and that should be important to other people. Um, I think that I should be financially rewarded for those things, just like my straight counterparts fucking doing um, pranks and shit. I'm like, girl, that's what? Okay, so I'm over here doing some important work and you doing a fucking challenge. Okay. The cinnamon challenge and girls ain't an update from yeah. dry throats. Okay. So that's why I walk away from it. But I'm I'm noticing, uh, like I said, more gay YouTubers walking away. And more, it was a white gay YouTuber that brought the subject to my forefront um, the other day, and that's why I was like, "Oh shit, girl, they canceling the white gays." Mm-hmm. Damn, I knew they was gonna my black gay ass out of here first, but the white. Because he came up on my timeline today, I was like, "Oh, bitch, gotta watch that later." Oh, okay. Well, see, now you know. Yeah, the drag race girl. Yep. Yeah, it came up on my timeline today. I was like, and so, without name name naming her, mm-hmm. I'm just saying if they will cancel her ass and she don't say nothing. Nothing like what I say, and it's well produced content too. Yeah, if they'll cancel her fucking check, <laughs> girl, it ain't that ain't where the money reside for me. So mm-hmm. YouTube, y'all need to get the shit together. Y'all need to f- call me. Y'all need a uh, um, a consultant. Like uh, Nelly's just hired a oh, Nelly's hired a, a black and a brown black. diversity <laughs> phone. Oh, wow. What the? <laughs> oh, Nellie's be trying. Nellie's is like, if we can do to get the black dollar back, it's not happening, sweetheart. Um, but it's YouTube, I'm, I- open, I'm open to being a consultant. Um, 
And, you know, if y'all want to run some of these videos by me and let me tell you what need to be monetized and what not. Because obviously it's the algorithm that's fucking y'all up. Because I don't believe it's a person that's just like, girl, fuck the gays, fuck the black gays, fuck gay sex, blah, blah, blah. I think it's the algorithm. But the algorithm is so complex. Like a billion, a billion years of YouTube has been uploaded every hour or something like that. You know, it's some ridiculous number that I can't. And it's being uploaded in every language. So, I mean, imagine all the Spanish content that we ain't watching, all the Russian content that we ain't watching, all the children's content that we are, we're not watching. All the baby content that I'm never going to watch. <laughs> mm. Shit. Damn. Mm. Must be a lot. <laughs> so, it is time for our last call, y'all. Uh, there was a special request. But I'm not here for it. You two, get y'all shit together. There was a special request for uh, we have a special last call to the um, co- the conviction, the, the conviction of Ed Buck, right? That's conviction. So now we're waiting for the sentencing. So yeah, uh, y'all it, listening with it's us? An estimation of the sentencing, but we don't know for sure. But he gonna die in there. So all of y'all listening with us, um, well, you know, we still have to do our last call because it's our segment. But thank you all so much for following the Ed Buck story, listening with us. And so all of us together, wherever you are, whatever you're drinking, let's do a shot to the conviction of Ed Buck. And then we're going to do our segments. Execute Ed Buck. Also, everybody listening, our very own at the Superman. Oh, that's a key me, child. Our very own at the Superman is nominated for the DC Bings Award, the the sex positive celebration of people and businesses in the DC community, presented by the DC Health Department. As you can see through this podcast, um, your friend has a big mouth, and so he is nominated. Um, in the uh, talkative people categories. So you can vote every day through August the 13th. So run it up for him. I'm going to leave a link to vote in the description down below. So um, last call. Shout out to your award nomination from the D.C. Health Department. Yay, we might get another award. (laughs) Multiple (laughs) award winning (laughs) podcast. No matter how many times we show up a week or a month. (laughs) We might still get another. Hey, hey! Don't tell the don't tell the secrets. In house secrets. Keep it in the house. Um, my last call is to Casa Ruby. Uh, if you guys have been following us uh, through our throughout our journey, you know that we have been supporting Casa Ruby. Um, we've done live shows there. Um, we've done donations. We have been very heavily invested in, um, the homeless, uh, trans community. Our local uh, LGBT community center. Yeah. Um, but it, but the, the drive for it is mostly, um, Latin, and Latina, Latino, I don't want to say Latinx because I don't believe in that. Um, trans community. Um, homeless organization. Uh, uh, Casa Ruby. So we've been very invested and um, they fell on hard times in the last year. Because, girl, everybody fell on hard times in the last year. Everybody. Um, but they're my last call this week because I would like to celebrate that they are back in business, back in their building. And thank God. Thank God. Um, they are um, a business worth supporting and a business that I will never regret supporting. So um, I'm happy to see that um, they are back in business and back in their building and hopefully changing lives and helping people. So they are my last call this week. Uh, I don't know if this is TMI, but, you know, I'll be watching stuff on the Internet. So older 
there was a, a study done around the use of the word Latinx. And the study revealed that older people like being called a Latino or Latina, but younger people are okay with Latinx. And I was yes. like, so can y'all have a discussion about this as a community and let us know? Or, oh, oh, or is this the end of the conversation? Because I'm like, I don't know if that's the... Well, I don't know if I'm the arbiter of the conversation because yeah. I'm half. And so shit, they don't want to hear nothing from us mutts. They'd be like, girl, you stay your mud ass over there. Oh, you Dominican and black. Oh, okay. Okay. So they don't want to hear nothing from me. But well, the way that I view line. it is when you say Latin X is to denote, okay, well, I don't know if you Latino or Latina, so I'm going to say Latin X. So that's the intent. But the same is not given to any other category. Nobody says black X. Nobody says white X. Yeah, African American get on my nerves. It's black. <laughs> so why in the fuck do I gotta why why in the fuck do I gotta get a, a whole nother fucking identifier when nobody else has one? Why 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 over here? So no I don't. I don't want to do that, for me, um, and for I guess a lot of us uh, older niggas is just like, girl, is it the Latino or Latina? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what it is. I mean, I, it, maybe it's just the Gen Zers that are just like, girl, Latinx, yeah. mm -hmm. and and I'm gonna let them have it. But for me, I'm just like, girl, mm -mm, don't give me no fucking Latinx shit, because you ain't giving it to nobody fucking else. Equality. Hashtag equality. <laughs> Shout out to Casa Ruby once again. Um, we love you, love you, love you. And that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow the show online um, at hereforitpod.com, hereforitshop.com. Um, Please I go over there and get some t-shirts. We got beautiful t-shirts like the one I'm wearing currently. Are you my man? Um, I just rebought um, hereforitlive.com because that was due. So... <laughs> It makes me so sad because I have to spend money on it, and it ain't gonna be no, <laughs> ain't gonna be no, sweetie. Um, I'll see you by the Delta variant. <laughs> but we own our name everywhere. Just go look for it, okay? We're gonna we're gonna we coming to the live, but we're gonna be in a bubble. It's gonna be like <laughs> the boy in the bubble and the plastic bubble and shit. It's not that we don't want to touch y'all or nothing. It's just that we want to. Yeah, we just want to breathe our own air. So, um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N, still the Sassy Sagittarius, and we will see y'all when we see y'all. Bye.